Hello and welcome to this podcast from Pure Sports Medicine. We're a team of expert clinicians based in seven locations across London and we're passionate about getting you active, helping you get better after injury and hopefully preventing further problems. My name is Sam Wilde and I'm a physiotherapist and deputy clinical director for Pure Sports Medicine and our aim is to share with you the kind of advice and tips we're giving out to our patients every day in clinic. This episode is one in a series all about nutrition and in it we're going to be hearing from Pure Sports Medicine's Mark Bubbs. Mark is also performance nutrition lead for Canada Basketball, the author of several books and he also has his very own podcast aptly entitled The Dr Mark Bubbs Performance Podcast. This edition covers three subjects, how nutrition affects heartburn, libido and cardiovascular disease and it's the latter that we'll begin with. Mark started by talking about blood pressure, a key indicator for cardiac problems. I think blood pressure is a great example of a metric that can let you know about your you know, physiological stress levels. And again, some people mentally will think, oh, I'm coping well with how busy I am. But if your blood pressure is starting to rise up above, you know, towards 130, above 130 into 140, then there's definitely going to be some aspects that we need to address on the nutrition, on the movement, on the lifestyle front. Right, that's like the warning light on your car that's telling you you've got to start to take a little bit of action. Now, unfortunately, people and, and perhaps men worse than women tend to ignore that and wait until it gets worse and worse. But the when the blood pressure is a little bit high, again, this underpinning of blood sugars will tend to be higher. We'll tend to see clients holding on to too much weight. We'll tend to see inflammation up, um, which is actually upstream of, of blood glucose dysfunction. So if there's inflammation in the body, uh, chronic inflammation, then that's going to disturb uh, blood sugar balance and contribute to this whole terrain where you know vascular health is not going to be where we'd like it to be and so blood pressure is easy to measure you just want to take some continual measurements and 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 it's great because as you make changes you can directly see improvements in that you can bring it down into that you know 120 over 80 depending on the patient population in and around there and when we talk about you know cardiovascular disease risk this is one where you know, classically, we're using things like total cholesterol as a way to assess risk. Um, and, you know, we know now that just as many people have heart attacks who have low cholesterol as they do high cholesterol. And so total cholesterol plays a role. But when you look at lipidologists, so researchers who spend their careers, decades and decades researching, you know, this area, you know, they would call cholesterol a, a poor man's marker for your risk factor, right? And even LDL cholesterol, which is a, a lipoprotein, a carrier molecule, um, that's also not a clear indication of your actual risk. And so all these things are intermediaries or things that are trying to project your risk, but there's more in-depth testing that can give us a better idea of your, of your actual risk levels. Now, the clients that I'll often see are ones that have been put on a statin. And if, you know, if you're at high risk, then we know that statins definitely provide a benefit. Ironically, that benefit, when we look at the research, might be coming more from an inflammation reduction versus an actual lowering of the cholesterol. But one thing that's important to note is if you're on a statin or have been on one for quite some time, you know, statins reduce coenzyme Q10, which is a key nutrient that important for the mitochondria of the body, which is your furnaces, the energy-producing areas. And so if you're lower in CoQ10, that, that's going to directly impact your energy levels. And so this is one where I'll see patients who've been on medications for numerous, numerous years. And that's definitely a supplement that should be added on to the protocol to be able to offset the uh, drug-nutrient interaction that occurs with a statin. So another condition or complaint that patients might mention to you during their assessment would be heartburn. And 
Uh, obviously, that may be affecting their performance at work. It may be something that's affecting their performance in a sporting nature. Uh, what can you? What would you do? What would you look at to to solve this? The classic example. I mean, you know, I'm a big golf fan, and, and watching golf on TV, you tend to see three commercials: car commercials, commercials for heartburn, and commercials for Viagra, right? And so the heartburn question is a really common one, and a lot of, particularly men, just tend to learn to live with it or they take a medication for it. And the medication cools the fire, but it's also, again, leading to some deficiencies over time, particularly with minerals. And so when we look at this root cause of heartburn, right, it's not typically for most people this excess of acid in the stomach. It's simply the fact that we're increasing intra-abdominal pressure. Well, why does that happen? Well, there's all this bacteria in the gut, good bacteria, bad bacteria. And when this bad or opportunistic bacteria produces gas, it creates pressure. And so if you're overweight, if you've got higher belly fat, if, if your diet's not on point, this pressure is going to build up and it's effectively pushing the contents of everything up. And so the contents of the stomach get pushed up into the esophagus. And of course, no amount of acid is supposed to be in your throat. And that's why you feel the discomfort. Um, and so there's a, you know, some pretty straightforward fixes really in terms of adjusting the intakes of certain macronutrients. The carbohydrate is typically one of the, the big offenders and, and processed carbohydrates, the kind that you'll find in ultra-processed foods will, will really make it so that once this terrain is set up, if that client goes back to have certain foods, the trigger's there and then they're gonna experience this over and over and over again. But again, a few, a few quick um, switches in terms of nutrition, uh, very straightforward, very simple. And it's amazing how, you know, I've had loads of clients who've had heartburn for five years, 10 years, 15 years, and we're able to, to flip that switch and now not need the medication, be able to consume more foods. And, you know, of course, they still have the medication in case they, it ever crops up again, but the severity and duration just really, really drop. You mentioned Viagra being one of the products that's advertised during the Gulf. That, I guess, brings up the, the point of men's libido as well being something that is maybe brought up and discussed during assessment Normally in the last five minutes on their way out the door. Right, so they're not bringing this up at the beginning of the assessment. It's something that maybe you have to tease out of them because it's not something they're going to want to discuss. That It's maybe come up and linked to their discussion around energy levels, busyness, stress, however you want to put it. So where, where does this fit in for your strategies for patients? What, what would you, how would you address this from a nutrition point of view? Yeah, I mean, it's... Um libido is a good marker for recovery status health status and so when you're starting to struggle with libido you know that stress component is sort of the first one that we look at i mean if you want to raise testosterone levels in somebody who has low testosterone the quickest way to do it is to tell them to sleep more not take a medication to raise their testosterone so recovery plays a huge role vascular health is this other aspect we talked about blood pressure previously you know, there's a huge component to vascular health in, in libido as well. And so it goes back to, again, what's the blood pressure? What's the blood sugars? Let's get those things on point. There's certain foods that are help to promote, uh, you know, dietary nitrates, how to help to promote more nitric oxide in the body and so promote vasodilation. And so there's things that can be done on that front for sure. And I think it's one where, you know, more men than we realize start to experience that. And, you know, it's good to know there are things like Viagra that can be used in the acute, you know, phase. But it's really, if you're noticing that, it's time to have a bigger conversation around 
the, the big fundamentals that you can put into place that are going to help to impact that in the long run. So, you know, the nutrition front, the recovery front, uh, and even the exercise, you know, lifting weights is another one that's one of the reasons why, you know, in my background in strength and conditioning and, and working with a lot of trainers, you know, when people, men and women lift regularly, things like libido tend to start to go up and get enough sleep, you know, similar effects start to happen. And so again, this conversation around some of these things that let us know that we're under stress when if somebody asked you or asked the client, they might say, no, I'm fine. But we start to see these, you know, this pattern or picture emerge where there's enough little signs that let us know we need to start uh, supporting some systems a little bit more. Mark Bubb speaking there. And you can hear more from Mark on our other episodes all about nutrition. The best way to get hold of them is to subscribe to our channel on whatever platform you use. Also, if you've got time to rate, review and share the podcast, that could help others who may find this advice really useful. Finally, if you'd like to know more about us, then please do go to our website, puresportsmedicine.com. For now, though, it's goodbye.